The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, March 12, 2022, the next generation of cigar manufacturers... Starting is starting to look bright, and this young man we have on this week is certainly a bright, shining star. Ram Rodriguez from El Artista, makers of Big Poppy and the Buffalo 10, join us today. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Joining us from the Dominican Republic is Ram Rodriguez. Are you there, Ram? Yes, I'm here. There you are. Beautiful. How are you guys? Very good. Thanks for joining us here today. Uh, very excited to have you on here. Uh, Ram, are you even Dominican? Because you, hundred percent. You weren't. You weren't late. <laughs> you were on. You were not only on time, but you were early. Perfect. Perfect. That's- I, I do my best. I, I do my best. I, I know Dominican time is a little bit crazy, for us. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're a busy, busy man. Uh, lots going on with you. We're going to get to all of that, but I want to light the cigar up first. Barry, what are we going to smoke? Today's first cigar is Big Poppy the Slugger, and it is manufactured in the Dominican Republic by El Artista. The size is a 5x50 Robusto, and it features a San Andreas Maduro wrapper over a Dominican binder with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and USA. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single will set you back $10.69, while a box of 20 is $188.99, which comes out to just $9.45 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $25 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from brick and mortar that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. All right. What did you say to Rappel? San Andreas. San Andreas. San Andreas. Okay. Looks dark like a Maduro. It's time to cut our cigar. The official <clears throat> cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands that were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. All right, we'll take a little cold drawer on this, see if we get some flavor notes. I don't know if you're into that, Ram, of these tasting things. Uh, we get crazy things sometimes, but we Chocolate, do Chocolate, we- graham crackers. Nah, you ever have a box of Cracker Jacks, but you don't eat the popcorn caramel stuff? You just eat the nuts that were in there? That's what I get. Peanuts, it's like being at the ball game, 100%. Yeah. Peanuts and Cracker Jacks, baby. Yeah, Super Dan in the chat room says peanut butter. Nutty. Chocolate graham crackers. You're staying with chocolate graham crackers? I think that the, um, 
Barry's is better. It actually sounds better because it's big poppy baseball. Yeah, that's why you're going to like it, but it's not I accurate. I like it. All right, let's light her up. We're going to light our cigar today with the Monarch by Lotus. The Monarch by Lotus features four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got a flip-out bullet punch, easy adjustment, all for the low price of $39.99. That is the Monarch by Lotus. Nice. I like the little rest on it. Little cigar rest on the right top. Right on the lid, yep. Okay, Rim Rodriguez, president of El Artista Cigars. Uh, you're a young man to be the president of El Artista Cigars. How, how does one do that? Uh, yeah, sometimes I feel I have way too many things for my age to take care of. Uh, you know, it's a family business. Uh, my father is uh, still around and working really hard, and he's just... Passing the torch on a, on a very uh, uh, interesting pace, let's say. Uh, it started with your I grandfather, run, right? Your grandfather originally. Yes, it started with my grandfather. My father it became the president very young. Uh, not because uh, uh, my grandfather wanted to, but my, fa- my grandfather actually became uh, sick in the 80s. Uh, he actually uh, passed away uh, before I was born. Uh, so my father uh, had to, uh, you know, take care of, of all of the operations by himself. Um, in this case, my father uh, still is running and is responsible for the tobacco growing and uh, the, the tree industry, how we call it, which is basically curing the fermentation and sorting of, of the tobacco leaf. Uh, he's also uh, in charge of our operations in Ecuador. Uh, in my case, uh, I run everything after that. So I receive all the tobacco and uh, I'm in charge of the factory, uh, all the operations, all the production, uh, our operations in the United States uh, as well, and the sales efforts uh, all over the globe. As a 20-something-year-old man, you're in your 20s still. Oh, uh, no, I'm actually 31 now. Oh, you're 31. Okay, okay, 31, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, so El Artista, uh, Tamboril, Dominican Republic, 1956, your grandfather puts it together. Uh, your, your dad jumps in as a young man because um, your grandfather gets sick. And he, you started with the company as a child yourself. Yes, absolutely. Uh, same as my father, that he, he always say that he officially started working at the factory when he was four, that he was cleaning uh, after the cigar rollers. Uh, in my case, uh, I've been going to the factory since I was a kid. Uh, in my house, uh, uh, I never had a, an allowance like a regular kid. It was considered like a paycheck. So um, the rule was after school, I have to do my homework and then uh, uh, go to the factory for the rest of the afternoon. Uh, in summertime, it was a little bit different. I had to get up early and either go to the farms or uh, go to the factory. Uh, uh, I passed through uh, almost all the departments in, in the factory. Uh, that's something my father wanted me to do in order for me to understand and learn uh, how all the process worked. Uh, obviously, when I was a kid, that was horrible for me. You know, like, oh, I don't want to do it, you know. Uh, but nowadays, uh, you know, I'm very grateful that, that uh, my father teached me in that way because... Uh, 
I know how to sort tobacco. I know how, how uh, to do the whole fermentation process. Uh, I know how to roll cigars. And that's something, you know, that uh, really helps me in order for me to understand what are the needs in the production plant. Right. You know how to do everything. You can, you can sweep the floor if you have to because you know how to do that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 uh, I even passed through the cleaning department in the factory. So, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And so that our audience understands, vertically integrated, you guys are you're using your own tobacco. You maybe buy to some tobacco like San Andreas Rapa that's on here. But uh, even in Ecuador, you're growing tobacco yourselves. Yes, that's correct. Uh, we handle a little bit of the entire process. Uh, on the growing side, we have farms here in the Dominican Republic and in Ecuador. Uh, then we, yeah, we do buy tobacco from from uh, other suppliers, uh, South, Central, North America, uh, Africa, and Asia as well. Uh, uh, we are uh, like our business is divided in two main things: tobacco processing and cigar manufacturing. Uh, on the tobacco processing side, uh, we are probably one of the biggest leaf growers here in the Dominican Republic. Uh, around 70% of the tobacco that we produce is for resale. Uh, then uh, cigar manufacturing, we own our own wooden box factory. We own our own uh, logistics company. And our operations in the United States is managed by us as well. Wow. All right, let's talk about your grandfather um, just just for a second, because um, six years ago, I believe, is that when you came on as president? When the, uh, with the, yeah. thir- the 60th anniversary? That's, yes, yes, that's correct. Okay, so there you were, uh, certainly uh, 25 years old at that point. Coincidentally, I started Two Guys Smoke Shop when I was 25 years old. I can't even fathom being the president of... A cigar manufacturing company at 25 years old, uh, running a little store was, uh, you know, as um, big as it was for me to end up doing it. 25-year-old, you know, we're young and uh, we don't know what we don't know, I guess. But I think the opposite happened. And and I know of El Artista uh, and met with your family many, many years ago. But here it is, the 60th anniversary comes up, 2016, and... A cigar is launched in honor of your grandfather. Yes, that's correct. The Polita 60th anniversary. Don Polita, which was your grandfather. That's correct. Um, tell us about that. You still make that cigar? Uh, yes, we do. So uh, that was, I think, one of the first big challenge that uh, was brought to me uh, when I started uh, taking the role in the factory. Uh, we wanted to do something very special, and it was the first name that we were going to uh, use the, the name of, of, of our, uh, my grandfather on a product. Uh, the approach that I wanted to, to do is a, to find a very vintage a blend, something that can resemble of, of what my grandfather used to blend a, back in the, in the 50s and 60s. Uh, we still have some old uh, uh, data about the cigars that we were making back then. And over there, I saw this particular tobacco that it was probably in 95% of all of the blends that we were making back then. That tobacco is called Negrito. Uh, when I saw it in all the sheets, uh, I asked my dad, like, what is that Negrito and why I've never heard of it uh, uh, now? And since it's, it was used basically in all of our blends. Uh, he told me that it was a very popular tobacco uh, back then, 
but he lost popularity over easier to grow tobaccos uh, like Piloto, like Prairie 98, like Proho, and other ones. Uh, because uh, the yield of, of Negrito tobacco in the farms were not very high compared to those ones. So uh, the industry evolved in, and started switching to, to that kind of, of, of tobacco instead of the Negrito. Uh, when I told him that I wanted that uh, tobacco in particular, uh, he kind of laughed, like, oh, it's going to be quite a challenge for you, but uh, try to figure it out. Uh, my good friends from the Dominican Tobacco Institute, uh, they have a huge amount of, of different seeds that have been grown in, uh, in here in the Dominican Republic, and we were able to get some seeds of, of that Negrito tobacco. It took us a little bit in order to, uh, uh, to grow uh, that tobacco uh, and adapt it to nowadays uh, 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 climate conditions and, and trying to get as much quality as, as we can. But we did, and in this Pulita 60th anniversary, we used it as wrapper. And you must have started that years in advance before the 60th anniversary to get that together. Absolutely. It took us around four, uh, three to four years, more or less, in order to do it. We did it in a rush. Uh, you know, here in the Dominican, we, have, uh, we grow uh, twice a year. So we were trying uh, 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 on, uh, in, in, in all of uh, the time in order for us to, to achieve having a good commercial-grade tobacco in order to use it for, for this project. And I right now, we are still growing it, and uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a very good tobacco. I had never heard of it before until that, that cigar came out, and now you, you make it for that cigar, but to use it in other blends also? Yes, we use it in other blends. Uh, obviously, uh, out of a crop, you don't only get wrapper. I'm more here in the Dominican Republic, which uh, since we have so much sunlight, uh, the yield of wrapper is usually very low compared to other countries. Uh, we use it, uh, I mainly use it for binder in some of my other blends, uh, including the, the, uh, the slugger, the one that you guys are smoking now. Yeah. Uh, also in the Buffalo 10, a Maduro, uh, that one has Negrito a binder. Which we actually decide to make that the Buffalo Ten a box press. The Maduro was the first one out of the three, uh, because I wanted people to be able to enjoy a little bit more of of that uh, unique taste of the Negrito tobacco. You know, with a box press, uh, you have to put less filler in order for for the, the cigar to be able to handle the press. And uh, if that's so, uh, uh, you get more percentage of wrapper and binder. Uh, to smoke uh, uh, on the cigar. So on a box press, it's the best way for you to enjoy as much as you can of that wrapper and, and the binder. And that's why it became a box press. So that answers my question, my first question, which was how did you get so much flavor in the Buffalo 10? That's the answer. Yeah. Is that you got a lot of wrapper <laughs> and binder going on. But what was the thought process behind coming out with such a low price cigar? And by the way, the timing couldn't have been better as everybody's prices are going up People are looking for not only the next low-priced cigar that they can smoke, but they want something with some strength and flavor, and you're delivering with the Buffalo 10. Absolutely. So Buffalo 10, uh, it was a very interesting project for me, uh, mainly because we did it kind of backwards. We usually, uh, on the marketing side, uh, we create something, and then based on, on that, uh, I start blending, you know, kind of having a, a north of, of what are we looking for. 
Uh, with the Buffalo 10, uh, we start blending and then we create the product. Uh, we were looking for a product with a lot of value that, uh, you know, like we just wanted to focus on in having an outstanding blend uh, without losing concentration in, in other stuff like, like the design and everything. Uh, uh, we wanted something uh, very simple, like we're looking for a lot of simplicity. The blend per se uh, is very simple. Uh, it's just a matter of having great quality tobacco, but not like an overly complicated blend with seven kinds of different uh, tobaccos inside or anything like that. Uh, so when we were able to achieve, you know, to, to, to find this blend in particular, is then after that we start focusing on 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 uh, the marketing side of things. Now that's well, a how we're going to name it, how we're going to package and, and all of that. It's going to blow up. I hope you have enough tobacco to be able to pull off what's about to happen because <laughs> that cigar is just selling like crazy. Why call the Habano natural? Okay, so we decide to call it natural and not Habano mainly because we are actually uh, selling quite a lot of buffalo tents in Europe and over there we cannot use the Habano name. Ah. Uh, yes, so uh, at first... Uh, if on the first batch, I remember on the band it says flavorful. That that's one thing. Like I had to have two different bands, one for for Europe and one for the US, because we cannot use the, the term flavorful in, in Europe either. Uh, so we start, you know, making changes and trying to make sure that a, the name can be used in, in the in the US and in the other markets that we are at as well, uh, without having to keeping inventory of, of different materials special for, for each country that we sell at. And your, your cigar brands are worldwide cigar brands. You have big uh, agreements across the, the world with your cigars. Yes, yes. Uh, we do very well on, on Europe as well. Uh, we are very happy and very proud to be working with uh, uh, great distributors uh, across e Europe. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we're doing fantastic in Europe as well. Any yeah. shops listening from uh, high-tax states, if you're not carrying Buffalo 10, it, it's a $5 cigar, and even in 100% tax, it plays <laughs> at $10. <laughs> right. It, it blows the mind of the expensive cigar smoker that we tell them, uh, you got to give this cigar a try. And they're looking at a $5 cigar. that they're, they're really not interested because it won't be good. And I go, believe me throw one in, you're going to be happy. And they are out of their minds after. They can't believe it that there's a, a cigar that full-flavored. It's priced where you can price. mow the lawn, and it doesn't matter if you run it over with the mower. Yeah. But while you're mowing the lawn, you're, you're driving crooked because you're just paying attention to the cigar. It's that good. It is. Have you tried that cigar in the round? In where? Round, a regular round cigar. Try to make it as a round is a round regular make buffalo 10 round yes so we have tried it and uh it's a great cigar as well but the box press really really adds up uh, uh you know that special touch that it has yeah don't change a thing on that no it's interesting <laughs> because last week on the show we we had a cigar in the round and box pressed that we had that same exact brand in there, and there was more flavor when it came to, it was a Corojo cigar, yep. but there was more flavor on the box-pressed one, less filler, and more wrapper and binder strength, and in that case, I think it's the same thing that ends up happening. Sure. 
So uh, very, very interesting with, with uh, El Artista with the Buffalo 10, which come in three different wrappers, um, the, the Connecticut, the Natural, which, which is, is Habano. Habano because they can't use the word, and uh, the Maduro. Is the, besides the wrapper, is the cigar the same? Uh, no, uh, each blend has a little tweak in them, um, mainly because what we were looking for is like very specific uh, flavors. Uh, at the end, like initially, I wanted a, to have the same binder in all of them, but then we realized that we were not going to be able to achieve uh, those flavor profiles that we were looking for. Um, in the Maduro, we have the Negrito binder and a San Andres wrapper. On the natural, we have uh, Sumatra uh, as binder and, and a Ecuadorian Habano as wrapper. And in the uh, Connecticut, which was the hardest one for me to plan, uh, we have a, a Cameroon, African Cameroon as binder oh. and Connecticut from Ecuador as wrapper. Which I, th I think is interesting that you're using Sumatra as a binder because Sumatra has sort of a bad rap much like Mexican tobacco had back before it was called San Andreas, yeah, uh, as a very dirty-tasting tobacco. But in, in your blend, it does not come across as dirty. There's a nice, pleasant spice to it that I really enjoy. Yes, so... Yeah, hate it or love it, the Sumatra uh, from Indonesia is a very special tobacco. Uh, first, it really helps on, uh, a, on, on the combustion of the, of the cigar and the taste is not very special, let's say, because you have that, that charcoal taste on it, uh, but it's also kind of sweet. So it adds a little bit uh, on the blend. Um, I'm pretty sure when you're smoking a, 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 a Buffalo Tank Natural, what you get the most is from the wrapper, from the Habano wrapper. Uh, because that that is an amazing tobacco, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Sumatra has its pros and cons. Uh, but it's a very easy tobacco to blend, and it really helps with the combustion on a cigar. And that's one of the main reasons we decided to go with that one. And using the Ecuador, Connecticut with Cameroon, brilliant. Mm -hmm. which, which the the Connecticut is is awesome. The question is, it, it depends what kind of flavor note you want, but every single one of them, and, all I, good. and I and I go back and forth and back and forth trying to figure out which one is 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 the best of the bunch. You know, what I was wondering about is that may be the most pressed cigar on the market. <laughs> it's got a flatness to it. Is there a reason that you did such an extreme press on that? So we just wanted to be different, and we actually we don't even call it box press per se. We call it soft box press. Uh, it's the same process, but we didn't want it to be like completely square. Uh, we just were playing around and making sure uh, it was something a little bit different of, of of what's out there. Yeah, it's it's one of those you know we we uh, test ourselves every day in the store and hand somebody a cigar with the band not. Uh, no band on it, and we do it to each other to sharpen ourselves to start figuring out uh, tobaccos that are being used. And when it comes to mm. Buffalo 10, and you hand me that with no band <laughs> on it, I know exactly what it is because there's not another cigar that's yeah. shaped exactly <laughs> that way. Uh, okay, and that takes us to the uh, David Ortiz Big Poppy, which uh, uh, 
so awesome that it, it's somebody that's beloved in this area, which is David Ortiz, but I believe beloved in the Dominican Republic also, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that is now six years old, gaining momentum. It, it's growing. It's not fading. First time that any sports celebrity puts their name on a cigar and it becomes successful. Everybody gets the first blip, but this right. is... Right. Yeah, everybody looks at it as a novelty, but this cigar proved that this it is wasn't the first one. a novelty. I'm telling you because six years into it, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much a guarantee on three orders of it. The first order comes in, everybody's going to buy it. So I place the second order. The second order comes in, we don't know how well it's going to do. We get through it and we get a third order. And then usually it's like, okay, this just faded off the, the, um, un, the, the allure, allure of, of the celebrity in it is gone. But this cigar is. The cigar it, itself. It has is, become people's box buys. It's I've, the craziest thing. What I've noticed online, it started as a regional thing, uh, you know, up here in New England. But the longer it's been out, the more it's grown in popularity outside of the area. Like we're seeing more and more orders from Middle America, the West Coast, where in the beginning that didn't happen. Yeah, there's Yankee fans smoking Big Poppy, right? <laughs> Which is unheard of. Unheard of. Um, so. I understand from what I it, it seems so fairly priced. It's it's worth what it is. I mean, the price is right when it comes to this. When typically on a celebrity cigar, there's added on. You know, you gotta give a fee to the person that's name is on it, and usually it takes it out of there that it would be a fifteen dollars cigar, and you say, you know what, it's really worth twelve. They're charging fifteen. Not the case when it comes to this. And I understand that you and the factory decided to actually cut your profits when it comes to this to keep this thing where it should be. Yes, that's what we did, and we we did our research, you know, on on all the celebrity cigars that out are out there, and. We saw that that a lot that uh, you know that those brands just come and go, and uh, David uh, was looking for something more in the long term, uh, and uh, we realized that in order for us to 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 achieve that, uh, it had to be something that is something it, you know that has a lot of value and it's worth the price. And it, that really freaked me out, that novelty thing. And honestly, at first, everybody kind of, uh, it, like the first reaction of, of retailers and consumers is like, oh, yeah, just another celebrity cigar right. that is just going to disappear. And uh, one of the things that I promised David that when we were working on, on, on this plan with him is that, David, uh, I guarantee you that this is going to be a cigar that you're going to be selling the first one, obviously. Uh, but second, and after that, uh, it's on me. So uh, I need to make sure uh, the, the, the quality and, and the blend is just perfect in order for us to achieve that. You've killed And it. honestly, it's been con it continues growing the sales, which, which is, is amazing. Uh, having a cigar, you know, uh, that is not something new. It's, it's already uh, mature. Absolutely. It's like having a commercial out there for the factory. How did that relationship between you and David start? Uh, so um, me and David go from, from way back. Uh, we've been sponsoring uh, his golf uh, classic event uh, for a long time. Uh, and it, over there, we always, you know, we bring cigars and we bring a, a cigar roller. 
uh, for for all, all the people. And everything that we had that that's usually uh, done in November, where you know David is more relaxed. You know the season is over. You know, so he's having fun. Uh, he used to be probably like the twenty five percent of the time of all the events. He was next to the the, the roller. Uh, just learning, you know, like like trying to see how the cigar is rolled, uh, asking about, oh, so so that tobacco makes the cigar stronger. So that tobacco makes the cigar lighter. And he was very interested in, in the whole process and smoking a lot of cigars as well. Uh, uh, one day, I uh, during one of those events, I told, I told David, he like, hey, David, you know what? Uh, you should come to the factory and blend some cigars with me. Uh, that way you're going to have your own cigar. Uh, he liked the idea and it was, you know, like kind of like a formal like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely do that. I thought that it was going to end there, you know, uh, but after like a week, week and a half after that, all of a sudden I get a call from his manager uh, and wants to set a date for, for David to come to the factory and blend with me. Uh, I was more than honored, like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, we set on a date. Uh, he came. uh we sat down, we smoked some pure grades and started working with a blend. Uh, he chose that one because that's the one he liked. And uh, uh, he told me that the size that he wanted on the cigar as well. And after that, we were making cigars for him, but it was more for his personal use. We were probably shipping anywhere from one to 200 cigars every couple of months uh, just for him to share with his friends. Uh, when he announced that he was retiring, um, I gave him the idea that, like, hey, we should actually uh, let the, the consumers out there and the blend you already made. Yeah, you know, you, you like it, all your friends like it. I think uh, that would be a good business opportunity. Uh, uh, we start talking about that. Uh, then uh, his his legal uh, his uh, you know attorneys uh, contact us and uh, we made the contract and. We actually signed the contract on his last spring training uh, game. Wow. Uh, that was in, in, in Fort Myers. And it was something that happened very fast. Uh, I remember uh, getting a call from, from, from his manager. Uh, David is asking if you can come tomorrow to sign the contract. I thought he was here in Santo Domingo, where he lives here in the Dominican. It was like, no, no, he's in, he's in Fort Myers. I was like, okay, sure, you know. Uh, so next day I get my ticket, uh, uh, that same day during the night, I'm having dinner with him and he signs the contract. Uh, then he tells me that his last game, it was, it was going to be next day and he invites me. And honestly, you know, like if the perception of, of baseball here and in the States are a little bit different, uh, we have, uh, a lot of baseball players here and, we know how big they are, uh, but like you don't like when you see how the fans are in the in the states, they're just different. They're just there's more passion, I think, in the in the US. Uh, when I went to that game and I saw everybody wearing big puppy jerseys and a lot of signs in the ballpark, uh, having messages to, to him like we're gonna miss you, big puppy. Uh, farewell and, and, and you know all, a lot of signs all over the place because it was his last game that's when I realized like oh my god like I knew he was big but but he really is yeah know? we say in the, in the US strike while the iron is hot 
Yeah, and and then oh, yeah. and then uh, then he gets chosen for the Hall of Fame. Yes, that that was even crazier. You know, uh, uh, he always told me like, you know, be ready because uh, uh, I like I, I will be be a Hall of Famer someday, and it happens really fast. You first know? time uh, that doesn't usually it, happen that quick like that. First time, first time out. And uh, the only one that, that went through, it was amazing. At the same time, we, United Cigar, had worked on a project with you, and it, timing couldn't be even better than this as a special blend of the firecracker that's coming out for opening day baseball. Uh, you know, it's like, how lucky can you get here that th- this is happening? Uh, tell us a little about the Big Poppy Firecracker. So, yes, uh, it was perfect timing indeed. Uh, we've been working since last year on the firecracker project. Um, firecracker size, the same uh, 50 by three and a half. Uh, the blend is a, it was taken, a, inspired on the Slugger blend, uh, a Nicaraguan, Dominican, and American tobacco a, with San Andres wrapper and Negrito binder. Uh, it's a little bit more stronger than the than the slugger. Uh, great little cigar that, that uh, we enjoy. David is actually calling me like crazy, like, "Hey, like, where are my firecrackers?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I... we we did we did some videos uh, with him, but uh, we only had a couple of boxes in that moment, and what? I wanted to make sure uh, we record the videos before he becomes a hall of famer. Uh, because I knew things were gonna get a little bit crazy, so I was rushing things. So and, what, and I told him, like David, I'm really sorry. Uh, you can take a couple of the cigars, uh, uh, but no the boxes or anything like that, because that that's all what we have for now. Um, so what they're gonna do is, when somebody buys a box, they're gonna open it up, and there'll be a QR code in there to the video that David is uh, have has already recorded. But there is maybe 10, 10 boxes that will have a separate QR code? That's correct. There are 10 special boxes that have a special video uh, with, a, with a, a, another recording that, that we did with him. Because that box will be inside the lid. You don't know till you buy it. Inside the lid, it's autographed. Oh, wow. So, but you don't know which one it is. I, I got to say, they definitely have the best packaging. Oh, of any yeah. firecracker by yeah. far. It, it looks oh, awesome. Thank you, thank you. I kind of I designed that that box myself. Uh, I wanted to look like like a firecracker per se, and that's why we, we did it that way. And this is such a big cigar. I wanted to have like a, a little bit of a bigger box. So we have the Red Sox uh, playing the Yankees opening day, April seventh. Go Yankees! The, huh? Go Yankees! Go, no way! <laughs> big Poppy Firecracker will go on sale Monday, March 21st at 10 a.m. at Two Guys. It's it's being shipped out to all cigar stores next week, and uh, we will have it on sale for us on March 21st at 10 a.m. Uh, 500 boxes were made, I believe. Uh I think so. I, I don't remember the exact amount, but it's a limited uh, amount. 500,000? 1,000. 1,000? 1,000. Yeah, it was 1,000. Okay, 1,000. Yeah. Okay, even better. So you, you, got a, you got a better shot on that. But uh, that's going to be fun, and uh, we'll, we'll show that when we have that on the, on the show uh, coming up. But um, that, that's going to be big, too. 
Um, so that, that's a special project. We have the TPE Tobacco Plus Expo. I saw you there. I was able to see a, a little uh, hint on some new things coming out, I would imagine, for um, the PCA coming up in July. Uh, do you want to share any information of new projects coming out with anybody? So the Paperboy is one that is coming for sure. Uh, we are working. We already have the blend. We're working right now uh, finalizing the details on, on, on the packaging. Uh, Paperboy Boy is a project that we're doing through a, our subdivision. We call it an Artista Studio Works, which is basically an excuse to come up with, with crazy, uh, creative, creative ideas. Uh, uh, that cigar is going to be a, a 4 by 44 very short, small. Uh, it's coming in 10 packs, and it's going to be covering newspaper. Paperboy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I paper saw boy. that. It was pretty cool. I smoked it, and uh, I thought it was great. They don't make bad cigars I, I, there. Again, wait, wait till you see the price. You're I got to believe that. I got an idea for you, Ram. <laughs> uh, there's a movie here in the United States called Super Troopers, and there's a quote where the guy says, say car ramrod, and where your name is Ram Rodriguez, you should come out with a cigar that's called Car Ramrod. Car ra- I'm going to Google that. All right. I'm going to write it down <laughs> and do some research on that. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go, but th- thank you for coming on there. I want everybody to see this man that's here. Watch him, El Artista Cigars. 64 years in the making is Ram Rodriguez, a young man, but he's going to be the shining star of the cigar industry. Uh, that is my guess uh, looking at you. If you were a stock, I would buy you right now. Uh, Ram Rodriguez, thanks for coming on the Cigar Authority. Thank you. Thank you guys very much, and thank you, everybody, for smoking El Artista. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, it's supposed to be baseball season, although there's been a delay this year. We're ready to go. A few cigars coming out tied with baseball, like the Big Poppy Firecracker. We'll tell you all about them and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Atory. And we are back. We are smoking the Big Papi, the Slugger. That's the Maduro version, and we're talking baseball. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Christoph on the cigar. We didn't get to say flavor notes, strength notes. It's a seven, and there's chocolate. Dark chocolate. I'll give you that. I got lemon zest, dark chocolate, and a hint of clove. Clove. The clove. I got dark chocolate, a little bit of leather. Um, there's a very faint um, charred oak in the background. Yeah, right. I'm, not, I'm not going as strong as you are, but uh, I think what's interesting is usually the San Andreas cigars, people blend them to be much stronger than these ones I think are. you may find that in the firecracker because you said we beefed up this. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a six. Our chat room thinks it's a four to a five. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going 5.5. It's a seven. <laughs> it's a seven, and the Big Poppy firecracker will be an eight or a nine. We'll see where it goes. I had it. Really? Yeah. Did you like it? I liked it. All so right. it's a your eight or nine? 
Yeah, it's everyone's eight or so, nine. Oh, because oh. you're you're every man. Yeah. Um, so baseball and cigars have been connected since the very beginning. Uh, Baseball card collectors, many people don't realize that baseball card collecting didn't start as a fun, leisurely pastime with little leaguers, but originally it was part of the corporate marketing strategy to sell cigars and other tobacco products. That's where baseball cards started. So, you know, and I know there's all these people are saying how marketing is happening with cigars and they don't like how marketing. That's how they marketed cigars when it started with baseball players. And you'd open up a box of cigars and it'd be a baseball card in there. Yeah, one of the most expensive cards out there is the Hannes Wagner card, which came with uh, tobacco. American Tobacco Company, America's most famous T206 series baseball card. Um, Hannes Wagner that you mentioned is uh, Supreme Cards. And that cigar sold that card sold for six point six million dollars with an M million. That's right. Um, so, can you think of some of the baseball players that got into um, the game um, that got into cigars? Other than now, we have Big Poppy. We're saying they they didn't last. Well, yeah, Louis Tion tried it three times That's at right. least. That's right. Gary Sheffield had one with Rocky Patel. Yep, yeah. I got him. Babe Ruth. Avid cigar smoker. If you if I ever watched Ken Burns' documentary, Baseball, he always had a cigar in his mouth or a hot dog. Do you know the story <laughs> of the Babe, Babe Baby Ruth candy bar? No, I do not. So they, they made it to look like a turd so you could freak people out in the pool? No, they, they made it. <laughs> Because Babe Ruth was the biggest thing going at the time, so that's why it was made. But they called it Baby Ruth, and they said it was named after somebody's baby or something, but it wasn't. And Babe Ruth didn't like it, but there was nothing he could do about it. It was a way around it. So Babe Ruth came out with a candy bar called Home Run that went nowhere. Uh, so sometimes they got to stick to what they do. Um, but then again, you got El Artista that does what they do. And here's the success of, you know, okay, it's a team, it's teamwork here of, yeah, we're going to use your name, but we're going to actually distribute it, market it, and give us a little help at the beginning. But then the cigar takes off. So you don't see uh, David Ortiz running around doing events in the stores right. or anything. But I know he did it at the very beginning. He was here. Now, my favorite Babe Ruth thing was uh, – when it was noted that his salary was higher than that of Herbert Hoover, the president, president of the United States, Babe Ruth replied that he had a better year than the president. <laughs> ah, there we go. Should be higher. So I'd say it's only six years in, but certainly already the biggest celebrity success For sure. in, in all of cigars. You could is- add all of the rest of them together, and I don't think you hit this success. <laughs> But it's also timing because all the other people were well past their prime. This this was happening as he was retiring. He retires, and the next day, the cigar's out. Adrian Gonzalez, baseball player? Baseball player, first baseman, played for the Are we Dodgers playing, and the Tigers, I think. Uh, Are we playing, is this a baseball player <laughs> right now? Uh, yeah, first baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Lakers? Ace prime. Do they still make that cigar? Do you know? I never even knew it existed. Really? Huh. Okay. Okay. And w- w- there was a Sammy Sosa by um, Arturo Fuente. 
Opus X, Sammy right. Sosa, he, or something. Yeah, like he that. made him uh, for Sammy Sosa. Oh, uh, not for sale. I don't think they were for sale. Oh, okay. Was there an A Rod cigar out there? Not that I'm aware no? of. Okay, I know he's a cigar smoker, and I know yeah, he smoked uh, the Big Poppy with, with David Ortiz on TV in the on studio. TV in the postseason. I loved it. I loved it. And one of our customers that, that's in our store all the time, Rico Petroselli. Yeah, regular um, in Nashua. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, another guy that was a customer of ours uh, online, Carlton Fisk, hmm. who was a catcher for the Red Sox. Uh, so baseball and cigars uh, have been going hand in hand um, on and on. But I think we have, we have a winner uh, with Big Poppy for sure. For sure. Hmm. All right. So uh, let's. Uh, Ask the Dawn by Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Dawn. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Eric writes, with respect to a question for the Don. To the Don, I grew up watching Western-themed movies and TV shows with my father. And on a recent visit, we watched a few of the classics. I began to notice many of the characters would smoke cigars but would pull them out of their jacket pocket or from a saddlebag. Obviously, I understand these cigars were probably being kept in a humidor on set. <laughs> However, how would cowboys on the frontier keep their cigars from drying out? Were cigars made in a way that did not require the use of a humidor? Uh, and the reality is most of those spaghetti westerns were filmed in Italy, where Toscano has been made for 200 years. So they did not require humidification. They could literally be in your saddlebag. And or in your pocket, and you pull them out. I keep a pack in my glove box. Yeah, yeah. you see pictures, you know, like the eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds, the 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 five and dime type shop, you know, where they had everything, ammunition, clothes, yeah. whatever you call those shops. But they kept cigars in a mason jar, so okay. they didn't really have humidors like we do now. Yeah, they they called them stogies in those days, mm-hmm. and it was from the those Stolgen Iron um, guys doing the. Horse and buggies, mm-hmm. and uh, that would be actually a store too that they would buy from their own store. That would happen, but Toscano was a big one. Uh, remember, it's two hundred and fifty year old company, mm-hmm. so uh, maybe two hundred and six years old or whatever it is. Dave uh, Ken Tyler says we need a Barry Bond cigar. It'll grow from a Lancero to a seventy ring gauge while you smoke it. <laughs> there we go. Was was there a Barry Bonds? I don't think so. No. There was a lot, though. Over the years, uh, you know, going to the trade show, some of these things never saw the light of day, but there'd be something at the trade show. There it would be. Mm-hmm. They would get hardly any orders mm-hmm. for it, and the thing would never come out. Yeah. So I, I've seen stuff over the years. There was a Mickey Rock. There was a Evil Knievel. Mm-hmm. There was Three Stooges. Yeah. All kinds of different Weren't sports. Weren't there a couple of Evil mm-hmm. Knievels? I feel like I've heard you tell me about it a couple of times. I don't know if it ever came out, but there was an Evil Knievel cigar. I saw it. But didn't buy it, and then it just was gone. And there's other athletes that have had cigars. Ray Lewis, the football player, had one. Carl Malone has a pretty successful one that's out there now that's selling like crazy. Coach Ditka had one. Ditka had one. Maybe a a few different ones. Mm -hmm. 
that he tried. They they keep doing it, but yeah, we have Kyle Malone still, yeah. and he seems to care and actually yeah. wants the cigar to be good. And yeah. you know, he was at a trade show and he says, "I don't want to talk about sports. I want to talk about uh, my cigars." Yeah. And then you had Dominique Wilkins who did one with <clears throat> Ace Prime, but that cigar went nowhere. Yeah, and Red Auerbach just wanted to smoke him. He didn't want to make him. There right? was no dealing with him. <laughs> there was no dealing with him. That was for sure. Um, all right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane... 8-inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) And according to officials at the border, they're cracking down on bologna smuggling. Border officials recently seized hundreds of pounds of prohibited bologna from south of the border. Prohibited bologna. (laughs) In their continued fight against the forbidden meats. Those caught smuggling the bologna were issued civil penalties for failure to declare commercial quantities of meat. Yes, bologna smuggling south of the border is the worst, and that's not only saying it's a sign. I didn't know where you were wow, going. Wow, you could have got oh so much God. dirtier. <laughs> yeah. And I originally started it with a shot at Jonathan, but I came back from my weekend off, and I deleted it, and I'm going to try to be nicer to you All the rest right. of the year. He's been on vacation. Oh, you're anyway. being nicer to me and being more of a dick to Ed Sullivan. I, that's how I, that's how I see it. You know, it has to go from one place to the other. I can't do it to Dave. He signs my check. So you, you've been on vacation this <laughs> you've week. You've done it. I've been on vacation this week. I uh, got a lot done at the house, but I did something that I'm, I'm working on for the, maybe the last three, four years. My scent legacy. Scent. Scent. Smell. As in my cologne. Okay. Uh, so so I'm auditioning. A new cologne, huh. uh, because scent legacy is what happens when people remember what you smell like. So, you know, in Barry's case, it would be cheap cigars, rum, uh, and whatever he had for dinner that he wiped on the inside of his shirt. Yes, I don't the, want that. I want someone to say, "Oh, he smelled like <laughs> lavender," or you know, something of, the, of I, that. Kind. I think Barry smells like undercooked bacon. Yes, I had some nice raw bacon this morning <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> Gross. So you're gonna you're gonna have a scent. I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm gonna have a scent. Okay. What if we don't like it? Do we get a vote? You don't get a vote. You oh. can you can certainly so, so, send your cards and letters. In order to be unique, will you, will you have to buy the Aqua Velva and the High Karate <laughs> yeah, you, oh, and mix you, them together? I mix them. Right. Yeah, that's the key. <laughs> How old am I? Oh, you're. Old. Yeah. <laughs> I got one of those those spray things where you squeeze the thing way out here and, and of course you do. Yeah, and walk out to it. And oh waft. yeah, it's wafting. Do, do you do you have a smell today? Yeah. The, he, the problem is it's mixed with cigar smoke. Does right? he smell like broccoli? Give it a smell. It's very light. You want to? It's pretty, right? Yeah, it smells like talc, and it's actually not bad. Whiskey yeah. miser speculates it smells like sweaty dancing men. I'm not going to lie; I'm a little turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big thank you to those who are liking, sharing our podcast. Um, Don't say the thing. So we're getting really beat up on the face thing. Yeah. They're not letting us through. And I'm saying this because there's actually algorithms that if I say certain things that are actually not letting us be seen. And we tell you about the M-E-W-E thing. 
right. that we uh, go on to. With an S on the end of it yeah. to try to trick the algorithm, but it didn't work. <laughs> you know, you spelled it, but on the closed captioning, it's still going to oh, come out and say uh, that word. So let's start calling it the M word. <laughs> How about me and we? Ah, uh, okay. Join me and we. On that thing. On that thing. <laughs> and we got hundreds of people. There's five, 600 people? No, it was 773. Seven, okay. Yeah. So let's get to 1,000 this week. Go on there. Uh, what I'm afraid of is the next thing you know, those that are watching on the face thing, yeah, it's not going to be there anymore, and you're going to forget about us that right. we even exist. So it seems like I'm front-end loading of this mm-hmm. thing, but it's, it's really getting bad. But it, what, what is really good is on the me's and the we's is the community is really tight. Everybody's very supportive. There's no cigar shaming. There's none of the political bullshit. It's just talking about what we're smoking and enjoying yeah, each other's company. talking about the show and all that stuff, and then we tell you yeah. where we're going to be. And on. definitely click the little, if you're using that app, you click the little chat bubble. There's a chat room, and we've created a nice community. I see it. A lot I can't figure on. out how to use it myself. People use, helping other people out. It's, it's just a nice community. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Do that. Um, and uh, the after show topic today, we're going to talk about baseball versus football. And... I'm going to take the point that baseball is a much, much better sport than football. You guys go the other way. I know, especially Barry, that's how you think anyway. Yep. But I'm going to make a good argument for baseball. And why can't we smoke cigars in outdoor stadiums? How did this whole thing happen, and why is this still being allowed? Um, let, let's let's get let's, let's go against it. Let's, let's get a hundred people together and rent a. I'd buy a whole block of tickets and have smoke. a section. Let's do hmm. something. So we'll, Say, we'll this get is into the that. smoking section now. Yeah, we all don't mind. Let's get into the, that into the after show. But right now, let's give our final thoughts here to the big poppy slugger. Which boy, you get a whole hour out of a robusto. Yeah, it only comes in a robusto, right? No, it is this a one robusto. also has a sixty ring gauge yeah. and a sixty. Yeah. Okay. And then the other size, the regular big poppy, is a Toro only. The non-slugger, correct? Right. Regular big poppy, and, and then, I, I think if you tried the original, it, it's not as balanced as the slugger. So if you tried the original with the red footband, do yourself a service and try the one with the blue footband, the slugger. Much more balanced, more of a rounded cigar. I think it's a home run. Pun intended. There we go. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh-huh. I it's, see what he did. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a, it's a ten dollars cigar all day long. Yeah, but I want the firecracker version. It's coming. It's really? Coming. When will that be? Uh, whenever I said. <laughs> I said. April 7th? March 21st. Oh, April 7th is opening day. Yeah, March 21st at 10 a.m. on twoguyscigars.com uh, and Two Guys Smoke Shops. It'll yeah. be available for sale. Yeah, and we'll limit a couple of boxes per person so people aren't out two, there. Two per person, I think. Two we per person. Yeah. All right. We'll get to that. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I have some uh, cigars to show you. Keeping with the connection of cigars and baseball, we'll light one up and tell you where and how to get that. Your hands on that limited edition and when that's going to come out. We're staying with baseball. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the cigar? Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar 
Pure Authentico Rojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're talking about America's favorite pastime. Is it baseball or cigar smoking? Why can't it be both? Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. At Better Cigar Shops in the, around the world is the new Cigar Journal magazine. It is um, the spring edition. It just hit the shelves, and you're going to want to get it because page... 98, 99, 100, 101 is awesome. <laughs> wow, you're almost a centerfold. I know. Like, it might be. I wonder, would that have to be 200? No, I'm not quite the centerfold. Eh, I'm working on it, but uh, very nice. Um, George Tappies wrote, uh, came up here for, um, we had a Rocky Patel event going on, and he came to the event. And he asked me some questions while I was at the event. Oliver Nouveau from United Cigar was here, and he turned it. He turned our little discussion into a story. It's awesome, which is pretty cool. And uh, actually, uh, within here also is the big poppy firecracker that they put in uh, someplace towards the front. I should have. Uh, well, he's looking for it. Just a reminder: March twenty first at ten a.m. Yeah, Big Poppy Firecracker in here mm. with the uh, Bandolero Firecracker story on the firecrackers and a little thing on the Cigar Authority in here, uh, as always. So uh, it's a very, very special edition that's Cigar Journal. Do you want me to sign it for you? Sp- no. That, Spr- that's edition. not you on the cover, right? It is not. It, it's uh, Karen Berger, the queen of cigars and uh, that was, sister of the leaf. That was Kiki Berger's wife, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So uh, Yeah, you don't want to be the queen of cigars I anyway. No. no, no. That can be you, Jonathan. I'd be down. <laughs> I'm glad somebody said it because I was thinking yeah. it, and I didn't want to go back on be. being nice within 20 minutes. All right. I showed you this a year ago. I thought it was the greatest thing. This is the, what can I say, Stadium, stadium Series 1. United Cigar Stadium hand, hand Series. Hand that to Jonathan. We'll get a shot on it. I don't know if we're allowed to get a shot on we it. We just oh, can't really? say it Yeah, because of the algorithm. The algorithms. So it looks like home plate. Go to the side. Turn to the side. That's um, the side of the green wall. Green wall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's not even the Red Sox don't even have a problem with it. But uh, whatever. Um, So the idea of this is every year a different stadium will be Mm -hmm. honored um, in in some particular way without uh, doing any illegalities of it. But St. Patrick's Day is this week. Did you like the way I went with green wall? Did you already on get that? one, Ed Sullivan? No, I didn't. Right. So um, it's a green wall, Barry. It's 
to Greenwell. <laughs> <laughs> that David Ortiz may or may not have gone yard yeah. on. Yeah. So do uh, you have information on this, Barry? Yeah, Stadium Series 1. It's manufactured in Honduras by Asylum Cigars exclusively for United Cigars. It's going to be available in two sizes, a 6x60 and a 7x70, but we're smoking the 6x60. Oof. And it features a Candela wrapper over Honduran binders and fillers. A single will set you back eight eighty eight, while a box of nine is seventy one ninety nine, which comes out to just seven nineteen per cigar, and uh, they'll be going on sale in April. Oh, box of nine! I see what you did there. What I love about this is that it has two things that Ed Sullivan detests: <laughs> large ring gauge and green wrapper. Uh, how can you get so much going on in one cigar? Like I, the, I don't even know how to make it so that you could hate it more. This is one of the most Candela Candela cigars that I've seen. Yeah, the it's, green it's, is vibrant. It's yeah. fluorescent, like you know the relish, some fluorescent yeah. relish. Yeah. It, it's funny though when the wrapper is that green, it makes the filler look kind of reddish. There's a, there's a hue. Yeah. yeah. On sale April 11, which will be the same deal. It's a Monday and at 10 a.m. on April 11th, you'll be able to get these and Stadium Series two which I wanted to bring on and met, uh, put them together and show you uh, because this was last year's that we had a wait to release, and then we have next year's, which is this year's, all ready to go, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. But first, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition and excellence. Excellence. So it's a 60 ring gauge. It's not the 70, Ed. I could have I did the 70, but I thought of you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Not very candelary. Not very. Draw. Not on the cold draw, not at all. A little you, spice to it. Did you, we smoke it last year? No. No, no never got to it? I don't know if I ever smoked it. Very clean. It. I don't know if I, I ever never did. Well, all right, this is the first time. I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to light our cigar today with the Monarch by Lotus featuring a cigar rest on the top. The top you do have to flip manually, making this double action. The user does two actions. Flip the top, strike the striker. Four jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment, all for the low price of thirty-nine ninety-nine. That is the Monarch by Lotus. It's a lot of cigar to light, even though you gave me four jets. <coughs> Barry's having a candela reaction. Yeah, yeah. I had a little loose tobacco fire yeah. out of the cigar from yeah. my cut. Well, they've been aging for a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Asylum 13... I don't know if it's just a wrapper change or, or what they ended up doing, but there is no all Candela Asylum, right? This is no. the only one. The ogre was the ogre all Candela, or was no, it the Barbara Pole? Barbara Pole. Yeah, yeah. Now people are going to ask, how long will this maintain its green color? And we know because we smoked the House of Windsor cigars, <laughs> that which were Candela, sixty years old, and they were from friggin. 19 uh, like that they were, I think those were the 80s they were the Olympic version. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was the 80s. That. Might be in 84 
and after all those years, they still were green. Yeah. So the candela stays on. Once it's fixed, it stays. Yeah. So, yeah, last year we planned on having them come out right before St. Patrick's Day, which was right before opening, opening day. day, and it was going to be perfect timing across the board. So all these people that think I got perfect timing, if you do enough shit, all of a sudden, some of them, some of them land, and some of them don't. So we missed it. This time, it's not in time for St. Patrick's Day. We're having it in time for St. Patrick's Day, but this will go on sale on Monday, April 11th, in time for opening day, which wasn't going to happen, but now it's plenty of time for opening day. So it's it just weird uh, how these things end up happening. You don't quite but, have the horseshoe up your ass that uh, Ram Rodriguez does, but you're getting there. Right. You get some, you, you win some, you lose some. So United Cigar for America's pastime. Um, we're gonna we're gonna discuss some of that on the after show of it anyway. But Ed and I debated with the pastime or pastime, right? And you, you before I even wrote it down, you said, "By the way, it's pastime," which right. is not two T's. No. P-A-S-T-I-M-E. But it doesn't come from past space time. It comes from past P-A-S-S space time. Well, I'm fascinated by this conversation. But, but it should be past time. Oh, why isn't it two S's then? They just Because they made it one word. Because it is a pastime. Pastime. We're passing a cigar, time. Passing yeah. time and watching a game is You can pass time. a lot of time with a baseball game. It smells like Barry passed something. <laughs> Sorry, you? yeah. That's his personal scent. Anyway, <laughs> SBD. So, <laughs> anyway, so three different things are coming out next month. Or this between this month and next month is Big Poppy Firecracker that we mentioned, uh, March 21st at 10 a.m., Series 1, which is what we're smoking here. Stadium Series 1 it happens to be Asylum. And the delay from 2021. But this has to do with the wall on Fenway Park that was built in 1912 by John Taylor. And uh, now the sensor bars that are on it. And it's ready to go. This John Taylor guy did the whole thing all by himself? He It was the owner. And oh, he said, right. so he put, didn't do it personally. But he asked for this big green wall he to be on there. commissioned it. Commissioned it. And then the Stadium Series 2, which has not been talked about yet, but I'm going to tell you now. Yeah, can we talk about it? It pays homage to old Yankee Stadium, built in 1913, uh, with pinstripes. Um, it's a pinstripe combination between United Cigar and Yankees. Blue stripes, so there's some red, red, white, and blue is happening, uh, and it continues the rivalry between the Yankees and the Red Sox because it's the two there. This is also made by Christian Aroa, but it is a CLE. Hmm. All right, it is due out on um, the 11th. April 11th at 10 a.m., uh, both the Stadium 1 and Stadium 2 will go on sale at the same time. I don't have Stadium 1 to show you. Stadium, you 2. stadium 2. Um, maybe if, if it comes in next week or whatever, I'll show it. But um, they promised that they will come here on time. 
But the good news is on time is delayed because we had a mm-hmm. delay opening day anyway. Mm-hmm. So again, it's not perfect. My timing isn't perfect across the board, uh, actually ever. Uh, but that is that. So that is page number three. It's time mm-hmm. for the poll question of the week. And each week you could go to the CigarAuthority.com where you can vote on the question of the week. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And uh, it was inspired by my drive down to New York. My favorite place to smoke is in the car. So I asked you, what is your favorite place to smoke? And fifty and 67% of you like to smoke in your on your deck or in your yard, followed by in your home. Followed by car at 5%, and only 4% like to smoke in a cigar bar or lounge. How about at work? <laughs> we're the only people that get yeah. to do that. <laughs> Which we're hiring, by the way. If you want to smoke cigars at work, uh, come work for us, and you can smoke cigars while you're working. But most of the time, I'm in the car alone, nobody to bother me. Just be alone with my thoughts. It's, for me, that's the best spot to smoke. Even more than work. Yeah, because in work you got to you put the cigar down, you got to do this, that, and the other thing, yeah. and then you go back to it. You got to relight it. Mm-hmm. But in the car, it's that solitude. You've been smoking cigars at work for how long? For forever. Twenty four years. Wow. Huh. You smoke everywhere. I love to smoke, you but sp- in in your house no more. No. You used to have a. I, yeah, I used to back in the old days. Yeah. But Your own room and ventilation and everything. Oh, yeah. It was great. And, and you loved it, and then you bought a new house and you don't do it. I mean, if your wife ever finds out there's something you love, she'll try to take it away. <laughs> ah. All right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for me, I'm not big on outdoor smoking unless it's perfect circumstance. Don't want a lot of wind. I don't like it too humid. Can't be too cold. Can't be so. too hot. Right. That's why I can't say outdoors, too. Yeah. I say at work. I, I, I love it in the car, too. Car is great. Yeah. I love it in the car if I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not, I feel like I'm bothering the other person, even when they're a cigar smoker. Oh, you'd never bother me. Yeah. I, I hot box. All right. I know. Yeah. He's ridiculous. See, I'm lucky in that aspect. Heidi, there's 60% of the cigars I smoke, she loves the aroma. So if she's going on the road trip with me, I just pick the cigars that she always says, oh, I like the way that one smells, All right. and never complains. Never complains, but she don't like it, right? No, sometimes yeah. she'll light up a Toscano along with me. All right. Well, I won't be smoking the Toscano, <clears throat> but she'll light up with me. Uh, Warren Brooks likes to smoke on the toilet. I haven't done that yet. I, I've done that at work. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. Yeah, you like it? or I haven't no. done that at the house yet. No. Yeah, he says hashtag smoke dump. <laughs> I've I've, I am, I've gone into the bathroom because I have a cigar in my mouth right. as I go in there, and then I go, Ugh, I got the cigar in my mouth, and I just put it down, and then I'm doing my business. Yeah. And the cigar's there, and I go, okay, why not? I'm taking a puff, keep it lit. <laughs> <laughs> just keep I it lit. I plan on adding uh, ventilation. Probably helps with the smell. Oh, yeah. I want to add ventilation in the kitchen and pipe that to the outside with the louvers, and then that could be my smoke mitigation because I do smoke in the house, and it gets smoky. Did I mention that, like, the water sewerage that I have, that I pay half price than regular people for my water sewerage because my shit don't stink? (laughs) (laughs) What if you and and Barry switch sides? (laughs) What the hell was that? Just so you know. All right. Dave changed (laughs) while you were on vacation. (laughs) Um, 
upcoming Cigar uh, Authority shows coming up next week. Um, personal stories of cigar brands and their owners. Personal stories. I'm going to name names. I'm going to tell you about these people. And some very disturbing stories are going to come about. You might want to turn in, tune into that. Uh, March 26th, uh, I have back from the TAA. Huh. I'm not going. <laughs> uh, so how can you be back from So. That? That was the idea of the show. Maybe we even have that on the card, that that's what yeah, I said. Yep. Um, so, unfortunately, I'm not going. But So, we're, we're tapping in Mickey Pegg, ah. who's coming up, and we're going to ask him all yeah, kinds yeah, of he'll questions. He'll tell us all about it, I'm it, sure. Yeah, I think he's going to bring his A game after yeah. that fiasco last time. He is now the Cigar of the Year uh, with All Saints St. Mm-hmm. Francis, and now they have a Colorado version, mm-hmm. the, the care package. Yes, it is. Um, and... It's hard to say, but some people will even argue the new version is even better than the Cigar of the Year. I mean, it it's certainly should be a contender for next year. Yeah. It's more it in your wheelhouse, in. I think, yes. than the, the one that yes. won. Yes. Um, and the following week, April 2nd, is the Cigar Authority's 12th anniversary party, and it is going oh. to be a blast. Am I going to that? You are. Oh, nice. You are. We got I'm, a making lot of- the, I'm making a stolen mac and cheese, Ed Sullivan. Ooh, I'd eat that if I can get my hands on it. So we got we got uh, forty people put together the list for you where everybody's coming from. Yeah. So it's interesting that we have uh, eleven states covered. We have three countries: uh, U.S., Canada, and South Africa. What do you think the number one state is of the people coming? And you can count Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Yeah, Texas I can't answer it because I put together oh, the list. It? I'm going to say it's probably close. So maybe Massachusetts. Massachusetts is tied for first with New Hampshire. No. no. New Hampshire is way down. We're not getting that many from Cali. So. Vermont? California is right. Really? California in second. Michigan, New York, New Hampshire, Illinois, Texas, Rhode Island, Alabama, Washington, Pennsylvania, Canada, and South Africa. We'll all be represented. I'm freaking humbled as a bastard. That, that, that we, California is Tom Criswell and his entourage. Yeah. He's bringing an entire entourage. Uh, love it's it. awesome. It's awesome. And we, we, we're going to already had a day with them, yeah. a day and a half in. So, uh, so they'll be sick of us. Yeah, they'll be sick. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I, I hope we have a good good thing planned. Oh, I, I think you've got a lot planned. We got a lot. Yep. Yeah. You, you shouldn't be bored. I've right? seen some of the merch. It's yeah. yeah, it's worth the price of admission. All right. So you guys are tugging along. My cigar went out. I'm doing too much talking. But early stages here on um, Stadium Series One. You can get the candela on the aroma, but it doesn't poke through on the filler. I get a, a lot of black pepper. A little bit of earth. I've said numerous times on the show when LFD did their first Candela, it was phenomenal. And Illusioni did their first Candela, and they were both for St. Patrick's Day. And those were the two benchmarks for me for Candela cigars. This is in the same conversation. This is a great Candela. I I would know it if I was blindfolded. Like people say, you're not going to know it's Candela if you're blindfolded. I would know. It's there, but it's not potent like it is on a lot of other candelas is a nice Maybe balance it's a 60 ring gauge and you yeah you're getting a lot of that filler yeah. to offset yeah. the wrapper i'm getting some chlorophyll that's the taste yes, that's what <laughs> that's what it is i would think this would be in your wheelhouse flavor wise ed because it, it does have a it's, nice spice to it it's fine it's 60 though 
Yeah. Just have to get past that. It's All asylum. Right. It's asylum. It's 60, and the other version is 70. Woof. 60 and 70. Well, thank you. The packaging you. is friggin' awesome, yeah. by the way. Uh, they, they killed it with the, the lid comes off, and, and the cigars are inside, and there's nine cigars in a box. How so many innings are in a game? Nine oh. innings in a game. A lot of thought. Home plate. Yeah. The wall at Fenway Park. Huh. The green wall at Fenway Park, I can say that. So you don't have one with extra innings. It's just a regular game. No, but that's an interesting thing in the concept, (laughs) the extra innings. So, yeah, you buy two of them, and you're good for a (laughs) doubleheader. Doubleheader. There we go. All right, let's go to break. And uh, when we come back, we have three letters in the mailbag. We have a prize to give away and more to talk about. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez Jose Dominguez Jose 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 Dominguez 
Did you know Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the very best blend for his namesake? Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. Now anyone that's tried one will tell you, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. So next time you light up, make it the best. Make it a Jose Dominguez cigar. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority. We're back and we're smoking baseball cigars today. Welcome back. This is the Asylum 13 uh, collaboration with United Cigars. It will be called the Stadium Series 1, the Candela. It will be available on April 11th. Um, Stadium Series 1 and 2 will both be available online at twoguyscigars.com April 11th at 10 a.m. Um, on April 7th, which is opening day, uh, we're going to make them available in the stores. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Matty B says, thought for a second Nestor Miranda was going to be in a new movie coming soon to a theater near me. Ah, so that's a new commercial. <laughs> what did you think? He liked it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. New commercials. Uh, we're going to keep uh, jazzing them up. Yeah. So. And uh, th- by the way, uh, produced by Ed Sullivan, but written by Barry Stein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason asked me to write up a commercial. Yeah, I did it. He said, You still got it. And he went with it. Uh, All right. Anonymous, assuming that you had it at some point. Yeah. Anonymous individual says, While I acknowledge Chrissy's vocal talents as superseding Dave and the gangs times 1,000, I still prefer the OG commercial. Ah. All right. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, just a reminder, don't forget to change your clocks. Daylight savings times begins tonight. So I lose an hour. You lose an hour. Most Americans spring forward, turn clocks ahead. You're you not going to lose an hour. It's gone. No, you're going to get up at 5 o'clock, 5.30 instead of 4.30. Oh, all right. I'll be okay. You'll be fine. Lose right. an hour on last call. <laughs> I used to work in the clubs and stuff, and that, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. I, I would, and work in the era... Oh, beautiful. I'm going to go home early tonight. It didn't end up happening. Uh, Boston shuts earlier than other places. Correct. So what, do you know exactly when it happens? It's around 2, 2 isn't a.m. It? 2 a.m., yeah. yeah. The second Sunday in March at 2 a.m., uh, either fall back or, or move ahead. Uh, in this case, uh, we're moving ahead. And um, we, we actually lost an hour. And the greatest thing about this is being able to drive home in sunlight. Mm-hmm. Yes, which, which yeah. is, it would it would actually be the opposite, right? We're moving ahead, so if you're leaving at six o'clock, you're really leaving at seven o'clock. But the the, the sun is changing. Yes, this, yeah. So it used to be almost dark at six. So it'll yeah, now be it's getting better sunset. and better as time going on. All right, uh, cigars okay. As I as I get down to it, the initial thing of Candela. Until the cigar starts really burning well on me, is is that chloroform type of flavor? Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. <laughs> Does this rag smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, top three candela for me. Huh. Box of nine, so it's not going to be a, a heavy lift. We, we, we may sell them as singles too, no? 
Yes. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But they might go fast. So uh, if you're interested, that is uh, April April 11th for the Stadium Series. Big Poppy Firecracker goes on sale Monday, um, the first day of spring, March mm-hmm. 21st. Yes. First day of spring. Okay, uh, time to give away a prize, email of the week. Brought to you by Monte Cristo. Is yes. it Monte Cristo? Yes, yes it is. It is. Oh, I'm having a hard time reading uh-huh. it. Everything's very small. We've got a tumbler. We've got a older. cutter. We have a, is that a billfold? Yes, it is. We have some sort of lotion. Twin engine coffee. <laughs> <the> same thing. <laughs> and a uh, notepad. Is that part of your personal scent? Throw a little coffee in there? Yeah, coffee lotion. It's great. <laughs> some sort of lotion. Obviously, you it got those glasses lo- just for lack of fashion. Does it look like lotion? No, it puts the lotion on. Puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Jim writes, Sexism in the cigar industry is strong with yours truly, as I waited for your choices of would you rather a man or a woman be your doctor, etc. When What you failed to ask is would you rather your commercials on the Cigar Authority be a man or a woman? Oh. It takes me to the Jose Dominguez commercial. In the past, Dave has been singing and talking donuts. I don't know why I'm left out of that. I'm singing. <laughs> And at the beginning, I thought it was pretty ridiculous, but after a while, I came to love it. It is now in my top 50 songs of all time, (laughs) just underneath Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees and Eat It by Weird Al. (laughs) This is obviously a person who knows culture. Uh, Although the woman singing in the Jose Dominguez song is more professional, I prefer a man, and that man is Dave. I caught myself too many times singing in the strangest places. It's catchy, and I miss it. And I've started a petition to bring back the donuts. Great show, better commercials. Wow, two in a row. So I didn't, I didn't get to listen to last week. Doctor, did you pick man, male or female? Man. See, if you go in for a prostate exam, it has to be a woman's small hands. That's what people were saying. Yeah. Oh, you weren't here. No. No. Ah. I haven't listened yet. Oh, you haven't listened to the show. No. Uh, it was good you weren't here. We didn't. I, I think we did. I, and we'll see if there's any. Oh, we bad, got bad. we got a shitload of emails about the sexism, and I'd say maybe of the five emails of just on that topic, three were worst show ever. You guys have no business talking about this, and two were uh, examples of sexism that they saw in the cigar industry. But we didn't get ourselves in trouble, like no, 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 no. just. That it was. Yeah, you said nobody was telling you great show. They were just saying congratulations on not getting in trouble. Yeah, I got a lot of you didn't get yourself in trouble. (laughs) It was almost like the train wreck you you had to listen to to see what was going to happen. So I'll save you to listen. I don't think we. I don't. I don't think there was any. Not too bad. Yeah. No. Following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Eric writes with respect to the new National Academics of Sciences engineering, and medicine. Huh. Hello, Cigar Authority. It's universally known that cigar smoke, cigar smokers enjoy lighting up a cigar to escape the world for a little while. The same can be said about listening to your podcast. I know many don't like to get political, which you have said many times regarding comments from listeners, but I feel it's getting harder and harder to avoid. Over the past several years, we've experienced bans, tax increases, and even possible FDA regulations. And if that wasn't enough, the newest shoe just dropped. As I'm sure you know, the National Academics of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine released their latest report on cigars. While they admit that some of their findings are inconclusive, that didn't stop them from publishing a report that said cigars are as harmful as cigarettes. 
My concern is this was the open door needed for cigar taxes to jump significantly with multiplicities and states, municipalities, I'm sorry. <laughs> Good one. Municipalities and states starving for money, an increase on the quest to ban cigars. Furthermore, I think it's what the FDA has been waiting for to have a full court press on their cigar regulations, which I, they tried three different studies in 2016, and they mined the same data that was pulled from monograph number nine, and all three studies in 2016 stated the same as monograph number nine, that there was no significant increase in mortality with they, cigar smokers they got than, it again. than that can, of non-smokers. You can, you can read that report a, a few different ways. I'm a, I'm a, I was okay seeing it. The interesting thing is that the header on it is a report on premium cigars, and at the end it says, we did not test premium cigars. <laughs> what, so you... Not surprising. So it still hasn't been done except for monograph number nine, which says, which is. It separated premium cigars from other tobacco products. You know, what's going to end up happening? You, you, I know we had uh, some people in the cigar industry celebrating. Uh, you, you had um, the people against it celebrating too and saying, see, we're saying that cigars are not good. Uh, if you group all cigars together, um, the whole point of premium cigar, which is the headline of this, is a premium cigar is bad for you, FDA, are they? Because you have you've an old study that says it's not, and they went back to the old study and says, and it's not going to harm you in any way. Okay, so I think we're good. Hmm. I don't think it, it was a bad thing. And, I, and they don't even say that we're going further. Right, they're saying we need a explanation, a a, um, a definition of what is a premium cigar, and they give the definition of what a premium cigar is. I wrote it. Mm-hmm. I wrote it years ago for New Hampshire. It's active and alive in the state of New Hampshire. Of this is what a premium cigar is. That's what they're going with. Okay, let's go with it, and. Get a conclusion if you want. Pull it off like a Band-Aid. My God, how long do you drag it on? But people are employed. This is their only job that they do. <laughs> so if they get an answer, they're, they're unemployed. Right. So they're going to drag There's this no on answer. forever and ever. Yeah. I, I think we're – and they, they actually came out and said, this is the least importance for us right. to deal with it. Okay, so I think they just bought us 50 years. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, you had two different people report on it, and PCA sent out an email that says, NASM validates PCA call for premium cigar category. And then NASM's own press release said, premium cigar ingredients as harmful as cigars and cigarettes. Yeah. So same report, two different takes. Yeah. So um, it depends how you... The other thing you have to be careful of is on any of these studies, the author of the study is allowed to write uh, an abstract, they call it. And in the abstract, there can be opinion. Mm-hmm. Based on what they feel they found in the data, ninety percent of the people only read, read the, the conclusion. Correct. That's it. You've got to go deep into the study, and, and I like know monograph number nine. If the conclusion said it's not harmful to you, you go deeper into it. You find out you live a little longer if you smoke a cigar. Mm-hmm. If you go really deep into this thing, um, and and that it's less chances of coronary heart disease and less chance of all these bad things. So why don't they say it's good for you? Because they wouldn't dare do it. No. Dave, uh, Brock Blade says the Jose Dominguez donut commercial stopped me from buying Jose Dominguez ah. for a long time. The cigars are a 1,000% better 
than that donut commercial, which should be burned to the ground and salted so nothing grows. So we stay with the commercial we have now? Seems like there's controversy. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Casey writes, sometimes my brain thinks things. Mm, That's good. (laughs) Hello, gentlemen and Mr. J. What better way to come up with new show topics than to dangle the carrot and implore us to come up with new show ideas? First, after 13 years, it's time to do a best of slash worst of show, recapping some classic and popular show concepts from the past. What worked, what didn't, topics to avoid. Maybe it's just ideas that you've beaten a dead horse on already. In doing this, you'll give the audience some insight on what areas to focus our creativity on. Next comes the competition. Challenge your viewers and listeners to send in new and fresh ideas for future shows. Then, as as though you need more work to do, compile a list of the best ideas, choose which ones impressed you all, and maybe even run a versus question of the week on the ideas. Lastly, announce on the air the following episode, the winners of the future show ideas, and if you're feeling generous, you could throw a prize or a free dance lesson with Mr. J. (laughs) I'm in. I have many ideas for future shows, and I'm sure other viewers and listeners do as well. Uh, Let us be your think tank. So he says, number one, Cigar Countries 101. Over the course of a month, each episode will smoke a cigar from one major cigar-growing country, Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, USA, Mexico. On air, talk about the regions in that country, the tobaccos they're known for, smoking flavor characteristics, etc. Two, revise the flavor wheel. That was such a great episode to smoke along with and hear what your take on the flavors you picked up with a particular cigar. That should happen more often. Three, Barry and Dave can walk us through how they grade and review cigars for Cigar Journal. I'm also on the panel, as is Ed Sullivan. So uh, they, maybe, they don't care what we do. Maybe we can also help uh, <laughs> by grading a cigar, including the care package, but not a real blind taste test, but would be cool to follow along with the grading criteria that they use. Uh, we could probably do a real blind one if you had Trevor or somebody pull a cigar that we don't know what it is. Sure. Uh, tubo or not tubo, best ways of transporting or carrying cigars to smoke later on. Could we put it in the care package and have them, and I know Barry's there, so it's going to be on a day he's not there or something, mm. and have them dismantle the, the cigar, and we don't know what it is, nor does the audience know what it is. That might be fun. And then it's in an envelope after, and we mm. can see who yeah. we got, and the people can be on the chat box guessing too or whatever. Mm. Sure, we'll just like, make a little more work for Ed Santa Maria because he'll have to organize it. You got to dismantle a thousand cigars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to put it in for that day off just so I don't have to hear. <laughs> well, you have to. So I don't hear Pete. I mean, couldn't you just reach out to the manufacturer and say, you want to be in the care package? Send you us, send me. Send us the blank ones. Un- yeah. A thousand unbanded cigars. It would be easier. Yep. All right. That's so all good stuff. You I'll know, I'm going to keep. I'll give you the list. I'm going to mm. keep it. And I'm going to keep it, and he gets my vote. because he's, Gets my vote. Uh, very helpful. Yep. Very helpful. We like helpful yeah, people. Unanimous. Can I just get that email to take a picture of the email address? Oh, yeah. See, now that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Hey, you Giving the, us all that information. You fixed the printer. Huh. The first letter was missing on, on the last few emails. <laughs> So I, ha- I have here on the next part of it, I wrote, no smoking on my show notes. What did you mean? I don't have no idea. Anything? And so Barry asked for the show notes in advance, 
and I already started working on the next show notes. I printed my show notes, mm-hmm. and they they disappeared because I use it as a oh, yeah. as a um, template. A template, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I use that to create the description for the show for yeah, YouTube, yeah. and I, I wound up getting it spot on, so it, no harm, no foul. I wonder if I sent this to you and it said no smoking, you'd say, what's that? But no, right. you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have said it because you wouldn't have looked. No, no I'm the one that usually... You, you caught it once. I've caught him. You caught it once. Uh, but this is good. This is uh, Casey. You're very stuck on the idea that we don't read the show notes. Yeah. We read them the same way you read them. On the show. <laughs> no, we read them. I, I write them. You write them, and then you don't proofread it, and then I read it, and I read it in the same mindset that you're in when you're writing it, and I don't catch the stuff because it all makes sense. But go to, go to that back. Yeah, yeah, I see the no smoking. No smoking. What, what I would about? assume that you'd have a paper that says no smoking on it. No, if I did, I would have had a number next to it. See, three. It's page three. So huh. I, I have the notes for it. Just so you know how this ridiculous mind works but that gives us plenty of time for this day in classic history brought to you by classic cigars it's time for this day in classic history brought to you by classic cigars classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in america priced as low as 2.99 for the corona and still under four bucks for the six by 60 classic cigar has something for everyone The classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Barry Stein is that champion? No. 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 I wasn't here last week. Yeah. Reverted to me. Oh, just reverted back to you. Oh, yeah. All right. You ready? Sure. Liza Minnelli, American singer and actress. Cabaret. Sturgill. Cuckoo. I don't know what that is. Cuckoo. Another thing. She was born in Hollywood, California today. Liza Minnelli. Uh, 1934. You know who her mother was? Yeah, that lady. Yeah. Somewhere over the rainbow? Yeah. 52. 34, 52. Sorry, I got 34 as well. 34 as well. So that'll win. It's 46. So I give both of you a point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is how that works. Barry and Ed get a for point. Like she's eight l- years. She's looked old for way. a long time, though. She doesn't age well, Liza. Who's her mother? Judy Gollum. Judy Gollum. There we go. All right, over to Mr. Jonathan. Mitt Romney, 70th Republican governor of Massachusetts and presidential candidate. He was born in Detroit, Michigan today. I had my picture taken with him once. Really? While he was running for president. Huh. 1949. 46. 46. Uh, 1950. 50. 46 is Barry. Mm-hmm. It's 47. Whoa. Barry gets another point. Two points for Barry. Barry's winning. One point for Ed. Did I did I mention there's only three questions and one tiebreaker? I don't know if you did. No, there's three well, questions and one tiebreaker. Shit, we're running out of time. Okay, we're on to Barry, who's winning two to one to zero. James Taylor, American singer-songwriter, guitarist, Fire in Rain, You Got a Friend, 
Shower the people. Born in Boston, Massachusetts today. What year? Shower the people you <laughs> love 1943. With love. 43, he says. Uh, 1945. 45. 42 for two points. 42. Ed Sullivan will take the point. He said 45. It's 48, which makes a tie, and we have a tie break. Oh, thank goodness. See, we haven't had one for a while. It's going to be awesome if I get two points on this. <laughs> I have a backup. No way. I have a you backup. You have secret backups? I can't do that. You already said there's one tiebreaker. There is one tiebreaker, Unless... but I have a backup. Mm-hmm. It's over to Ed Sullivan. Random House and Huguet Muffin published The Cat in the Hat by Hugh, Dr. Hugh Seuss. Hugh Mifflin? Hugh Mifflin? <laughs> yeah, don't even try. And please don't spell it. Published, co-published, The Cat in the Hat by Dr. Seuss today. Uh, 1953. 53. 1801. 1801. 1949. 49. 53 will take it. It's 57, Ed Sullivan, Ooh. because he reads books. There is no more cat in the hat, right? It was taken off the market. I think it was canceled. So. It was canceled. So let me let me get to this uh, backup plan just in case it happened. And it didn't, but um, But it could have. I have three questions, no tiebreakers. Three more? Born on March 12th, I have three baseball players. Oh, I don't know this. But it starts with you. Oh. Because you're the champion. But if you lose, you're still the champion. All right, good. this is just a backup. No pressure, then. Daryl Strawberry, eight-time MLB All-Star with the Mets and the Yankees. Daryl Strawberry, born today. 1970. 70. 1958. 58. 59. 59 for the point. So Barry will take a point on that. 62 was the answer. He's not that old. I'm older than him. Oh, all right. Never mind. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, Dale Murphy, seven-time MLB All-Star, Atlanta Braves, born today. You don't know who he is. No I idea don't. who he is. Uh, I'm going to say 1934. I knew strawberry because it was a food. <laughs> what is it? 40 what? The 1934. 34. 48. 48. 52. 52 for the point. Son and that's Ed bitch. Sullivan. Now we have a tie, Ed Sullivan and Barry with it's one the point. the exact same thing and, as the regular show. And one question. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Jonathan Zero. Same thing. Over to Barry Stein. Last and final question. Steve Finley. Steve Finley, two-time All-Star outfielder for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Ah, that's the clue, the Diamondbacks. Weren't they an expansion team? (laughs) (laughs) You said expansion team. You have no idea what that even means. I don't even know if baseball has expansion teams. 1954 is my guess. 54. 71. 71. 64. 64 for the point and win. It's 65. Ed Sullivan's just going to keep winning. Keep winning. Unless Pam shows up. Did you know... All the people that I mentioned, the three three uh, baseball players? Yeah. Yeah? You knew them all? Yeah. Especially that strawberry one. Strawberry because it's a food. I knew well, that, too. He had challenges, too. There's no uh, hot dog or anything like that. <laughs> it should be. Cracker Jack, all that. Um, okay, final thoughts here. Let me see if it's still lit. Still lit. That's a win. That's a huge win right there. So I will stand up for the Asylum 13 Stadium Series 1. A couple of things about this. It'll be the first of the Stadium Series ever, so it's the beginning. So you want it. It's only a box of nine. And um, Stadium Series 2 will come out 
along with it, but this is the beginning so of something big. The empty boxes will be collectible then. It, well, the full box is sealed. Yeah, but I like to smoke cigars. All right. So uh, anonymous individual probably needs therapy, but he says whenever he hears the classic three-way commercial, he's horrified to conjure an image of Mr. Jonathan shirtless and assless chaps <laughs> with a yellow neckerchief and a 10-gallon hat. That's the only way you can wear chaps. You don't put pants on underneath them. Somebody call Freud. So do we have to work on the classic three-way commercial? No. Because you heard the commercials this week. Because one guy who calls himself anonymous individual complains. He doesn't even have the balls to put his name on the chat room. Huh. No, he has no say. That means nothing? It means nothing. I do appreciate the compliment, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we give him no cre- credence in clearing nothing. No, you want to you say something, say it. Put your name there. There we go. Be a man. Well, say it to my face, right? Jonathan, from Facebook, I have good afternoon, gentlemen, and Mr. J. That's fair. You know who that is, right? No. That's Nick Perdomo? No, Pino always says oh, that when right. he comes in. A lot of people have picked that up, but he was the first. Yeah. He was the first. All right, so what do you think of this? Do you wish it was a 52 ring gauge? Yes. Uh, no, I don't care that much that it's a 60. I do enjoy Candela from time to time. The fact that it's a nine-count box is a win for me. So I'm in on a 60 ring gauge version of it because when I get that itch, Candela is not always available. It's so not available is I yeah. needed a cigar for St. Patrick's Day. The Ashholes needed a cigar for St. Patrick's right. Day. And we had nothing. And we have these, but we couldn't do anything with them still. Yeah. Lots of them, but um, they'll be available soon. What do we have again on a date? These will be, uh, I can't keep track of all this stuff. Who is it? April 11th, Stadium Series, April 11th. And Big Poppy Firecracker is the first day of spring, March 21st. And they're United Cigars. They're available at United Cigar dealers across America. And they're all being shipped out, I believe, on... They will all ship out based upon where they are in the U.S. So they all arrive for sale on that Monday. Mm -hmm. Okay. So everybody that ordered them will get them on the same date. Okay. That's that's the idea of it. Uh, And that's that. So uh, that's it. We're out of time. Um, Next week... Uh, It's time to get personal. No, not with me, but personal and dirty stuff. Personal stories for some of the biggest names in the cigar industry ever. Some really ugly stuff you probably never heard before. It's even going to be interesting to the people that own the brands that don't know these stories. I'm going to tell them I did a lot of research Mm. on this. You're going to be shocked and surprised at the stories I got to tell you. So until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.